You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Monday, May 17th, and the first three practices of rookie camp are in the books. I'm going to break that down for you all on today's show. We're going to talk about some things that Najee Harris said that were pretty funny, and he continues to be an exciting type of guy that I think everyone is going to love in Steeler Nation. Then we're going to keep talking about what else was seen in rookie camp and some glimpses as to what Matt Canada's offense might entail. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Let's get into it. So over the weekend, Dale Lolly and I, you know, the guys at DKPittsburghSports.com who hold down the Steelers coverage, we were, you know, we were... Doing, doing our thing covering rookie camp. Dale was on site. I was at home, but I, we were both doing the Zooms and getting things up. So if you want to get all the notes and information, the tidbits from rookie camp, go to DKPittsburghSports.com right now. Some of those stories are free. Some of them are, are for subscribers. But hey, read some of the free stories. If you like our coverage, do subscribe to DKPittsburghSports.com. But wanted to talk about some of the exchanges that we had. Now, most notably, and if you're if you're a Steelers fan who's been on Twitter and you were paying attention to some of the Steelers thing Steelers uh, videos that were getting posted to Twitter, the most viewed one was probably Nashi Harris joking around with Dale Lolly. And again, Dale's like this is why I mess with Dale because this is a guy he can he he he's, he knows his football, but he can also have fun with talking with some of the players. And it led to this funny exchange. That I think that you'll find hilarious. Najee, uh, you, you mentioned uh, ma- the the passing game and and making plays. We saw you today with a one-handed catch. Uh, also, nearly come down with one that was thrown. Oh, behind. You saw that? I saw that, and, and then you almost caught one that was thrown behind. You guys the were pass. here. We were there watching. Right yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys at? We were up on the balcony. But uh, Matthew yell boosters. <laughs> what the hell? That's crazy. Um, but so you, are those things that you, you feel like uh, you may, maybe two years ago you might not have been able to do that make those kind of plays? Is that why you went back to, to Alabama that last year to get better in that part of your game? Bro, what? <laughs> where are you from? Did you, where you, did you, you always cover Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah. God damn. Uh, well, I, think, I mean, I've always been catching the ball, man. Reason why I say it is because every time somebody says, I'm talking question, about the one, the one handed catch, and, and, and you nearly caught the one behind. I the always back. do that. Okay. I always do that. All right. Oh, <laughs> not, not to brag or nothing, but it's like, it's like, what the heck? Like, you think it wasn't luck? I can tell you that since y'all was watching, I'll do it again for you. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna try to, but I mean, like, it just, I mean, it, it just, it's just, it's not something I, I work on. It's just, I mean, I've been doing that since like middle school. I mean, it's just, I got big hands, man. so on top of being this super nice guy that holds his draft party at homeless shelters apparently Najee Harris has a great sense of humor um first of all I do think he's also 
it's also adorable how innocent he sounded when he was like, I thought y'all were boosters. I was, I thought he was being sarcastic when he said that. Cause I was, I was right on there with Dale, but then when he kept going, I was like, no, no, I think he's real. I think he, you know, at Alabama, they don't, they don't let reporters attend, you know, games or attend practices. So, uh, so like boosters would be the people that saw the practices. So he was like, but, but, you know, for those who don't know who boosters were, are they're the people that, that, you know, that pay more money to college football programs to boost them up. Hence the name boosters. So, you know, that doesn't happen with the Steelers, of course. Uh, but you know, but then again, like, you know, Najee Harris, and I talked about this over a month ago, maybe two months ago now, whenever he was on Adam Schefter's podcast, um, Najee Harris does not like it when people talk about his receiving game like he doesn't catch the ball like a wide receiver. Because, as you heard there, when Dale was like, did you go back to Alabama? And he said, bro, what? First of all, bro, what may have to be the new reaction sound effect here on the Locked On Steelers podcast because, you know, you guys know I like to use the Spongebob you what sound effect whenever someone says something crazy. I hit Josh with that a couple times when he's like, hey, the Steelers should sign Sam Darnold. You what? So, yeah, that would be the sound effect. Now, what if we use Najee Harris saying his reaction to Dale? Bro, what? All right, so not as loud, but you got to get the point. It's more Steelers related because now it's Najee Harris saying it. And personally, it's funny. If you haven't seen it, go watch the video. It's on uh, our DK Pittsburgh Sports YouTube account, also all over Twitter. Um, And again, you can read Dale's article writing that up about that exchange. But point being, it's clear that Najee Harris is okay having fun with the media, which is good. Some some guys, I think, are too uptight because they're too afraid of what media might say about them. This guy obviously is not, and he's and he's here adjusting to this super NFL level that is all. It's I mean, it's a lot. I mean, people have to realize this is not an easy jump to be to to make in anyone's career. I don't care what level you played at. But when you get to the NFL, you know millions of dollars are on the line, and you're playing for a storied organization like the Pittsburgh Steelers, where there's a ton of expectations heaped upon you. He has to know. He has to learn all about the playbook. We'll get to that discussion in the second segment. He has to adjust to the level of play. He's gonna have to play some big guys. He's gonna have to prove himself. All those type of things. Yet this guy is so comfortable in his element that he's able to just be candid, be honest, be funny. Those are all really good signs that Najee Harris is in a really good position to be a guy for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because again, I've said this before, he's one of those Alabama types. Those when I say Alabama types, I mean like the leaders that come out of that locker room. When Nick Saban, when he trains up a guy and a guy is really good for his system, usually that guy is a, is a dog, a leader, a person that you want in your locker room to lead the way. We, we see what that's like with Minka Fitzpatrick and the charisma that he's bringing. I think it's only going to get better as he takes his time. That's the other thing. Minka understands that he's a rookie. So does Najee Harris. I want to get into some of the more serious aspects of what Najee Harris said over the weekend and some things about what was seen in rookie camp. But first, we're going to talk to you about our friends at New Jennings. Hey, Steelers fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT, that's D-R-A-F-T, to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by testosterone, which helps boost free testosterone 
and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Nugenics Total Tea is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And like the TV ads say, she'll like it too. Again, text DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy, and they have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. They'll even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax-loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. And best of all, it's all automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNFL to start growing your savings. Again, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL to get started today. Here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter. We're continuing to talk about Najee Harris and rookie camp impressions. Uh, again, I, I, I need to revisit this before we move forward because uh, I, I don't know what y'all. I like to have a little bit of fun with the sound effects in the show. It makes it more entertaining, more light, you know, more funny. We, we did our Mapletron sound effect all throughout the year. Mapletron. Or like when someone's obviously really angry, we make fun of them with the Cameron old meme, you mad. So is bro what from Najee Harris funny enough to be in our arsenal of sound effects? Bro what? I feel like it is. Let me know what you think at Carter Critiques on Twitter or hit me up in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group with is over 1,500 fans strong. Um, be sure to hit us up on Facebook uh, and join us there. It's free. It's uh, it's a it's a group that's, that's got a lot of good people in it, and you can talk to myself and anyone who's on the show as well as a bunch of other Steelers fans there. It's a really good community. Uh, do check us out. We have a lot there. So uh, let's get back into what things that were actually said there. Now, Najee Harris, when we got to ask him, my question to Najee Harris was about you know him catching the ball, him running the ball, him blocking. These are all things that he did at Alabama, but now he's going to have to do it for the Pittsburgh Steelers and in a bigger capacity because Alabama is something that Najee Harris has brought up before in interviews. This guy played with Jalen Waddle, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, all first-round pick wide receivers, superstars at college football. I mean, Alabama's basically become wide receiver U, though Clemson can be at that. That'd be an interesting debate for another show. But anyways, point being, point being, this guy didn't need to catch the ball a whole lot, and then they still asked him to line up out there and catch it. Now with the Steelers, they got a pretty talented wide receiver group, but using the running back in the passing game in the NFL could get you a lot of different mismatches that you'd be looking for. And also the Steelers don't overly outmatch opponents the way Alabama does because it's just college football isn't the NFL. But when I asked Najee Harris about getting used to those roles and getting used to playing in the NFL... You know, he was very candid and, and about, you know, I said, what's the difference here as far as learning the playbook? And he said, well, one thing, I have to study film a lot longer. 
He's like, there's a lot more film study that has to go into. He's just like, he's like, Alabama, we studied. We we took it very seriously. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's, you know, he brought up, he's like, you know, we, we did our study. He's like, but here, he's like, this is a lot. This is a whole different level. He said the, the, the only good thing now is that he doesn't have to go to classes. He can just do his film study, which I, I think, you know, another joke make, make him, made by him. But I think it was a good point. And I think that it's something that people... You know that that shows that he's taking this job seriously, and 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 I know again, it when I talk about him having fun, you know, some people might say like, oh, that's Juju again, he's having too much fun with football, and I'm like, well, hold on a sec, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. First of all, I still don't see any problem with Juju having fun. Two, Najee Harris, some guys being looser means they will probably be better. It's not the same for everybody. You know, if, if you're a historian and you've watched the old videos of the old Steelers of old, you, you'd know that in Super Bowl nine, the first Super Bowl they won when they played the Minnesota Vikings, Chuck Noll let the Steelers go all through New Orleans uh, at the start of the Super Bowl week. They let them get the party out. They felt loose. And like one of them got even got food poisoning. But, you know, but they, they were loose and they were ready. And when they got to the game, they were like confident and cocky and ready to go. And they were talking and they, they had they had that in their system. The the Vikings were uptight. They didn't want to talk to anybody. They were kind of just like did not respond to the things. And that was something that Joe Green to this day feels that helped them win that Super Bowl was just how loose they were. And so some guys, that's just how it just depends on the person some guys are uptight and they play better when they're just not saying anything and they're just locked into what they do but some people they lock in the ways i mean muhammad ali the guy that's a perfect example um so when naji makes these jokes i think that people need to understand that i think this is just who this guy is this is how he is comfortable um and you know apparently he had this personality in alabama and it didn't stop him from being a superstar there led the whole country in touchdowns so i i think it's a good thing but one thing that really stuck out to me was when he was asked a question about leadership because how many times have we heard over the years that this part particular part of the year was rookie camp when a guy comes to the camp and he's the first round pick and everyone's like oh this guy's a leader he's changing everything you know Devin Bush when he first arrived they were like wow he's already knows all the play calls or all the signals that's a really good sign or Ryan Chazier when he showed up and it was like oh man this guy's making an impression he's gonna have to start right away those type of things and when Najee Harris was asked that kind of question like hey like what do you feel about leadership I mean he was not afraid to shy away from the fact that he knows he can be a leader but he also knows that there's steps to that and here's what he said when he was asked about that well I would never try to blend in nowhere um I try to stand out my own way because I'm, I'm me. So I feel like I always stand out. But, um, you know, just uh, becoming a leader wise, um, I mean, that, that that's something that, you know, I feel like just, just comes in time. You know, it's not something that, you know, I barely even know the offense. I barely even met the, I ain't met the, the veterans aren't here, of course. So I ain't met them. So, you know, trying to, you know, move at a fast pace, you know, it's just, you know, it's all about taking things step by step by step. And then, you know, when it becomes that point where it's time to become a leader, than it is but you know as of now that's not something i'm really thinking about it's just really you know learn the offense and learning the teammate my teammates you know learn what type of person they are and really bonding with them so you know i can become someone they could trust you know and then and, you know actually try to find ways to help them out if i can and then you know from there you know what happens happen i think it speaks volumes that he's saying that, you know he has to grow into being a leader and he knows what that process is like it's a lot like how minka is you know minka knows that he has to be a playmaker but you haven't seen him overstep at least i haven't seen him try to overstep joe hayden who is the bona fide leader of the secondary right now minka knows that he's extremely important to this team but he also knows that hey I, i'm not the top dog in this room because that guy's been running the room 
And I think Najee Harris has taken that approach. Now, Najee Harris is a much different situation. There's no running back that's been running the room. It'd be different if Le'Veon Bell had stayed with the Steelers over the past few years and he was still a superstar running back. That would be a different story. But that's not where the Steelers are at. They don't have the running back. So he knows he's going to have to step up in some regard. In some regard. But I think it says a lot that he's also kind of like, you know, I'm not going to try and step into this role. I have to grow grow into this role. That That's that's wisdom right there. And I think that's, that says a lot about the kind of guy that the Steelers have drafted. But on top of all of that, one thing that's clear from everybody who watched him at practice and all the things that have been shown is that this guy is not just in shape but he is football fit and ready being in shape is one thing but being explosive having everything ready to go for football that's where it looks like he is right now and that's where everyone says he's he's conditioned for football you know, being in shape is like, you know, if you're if you're the average person and you you go on walks, you go jogging, you go to the gym, you hit things up. But being conditioned for football, being ready for football, that means that's a whole extra level of being ready. In fact, I talked to Ike Taylor like way back last year before the season even started um, about this. And he talked about the, the, the challenges of that. Now, the fact that Najee Harris is in that kind of shape right now, and, and if you've listened, again, if you listen to him in interviews over the past few months, even before he was drafted, he's been making that a point. He gets up every morning, he does his own workout routine, he gets he wants to make sure that he's controlling his body and being as in, in shape as possible. All those things speak to very good signs that about the Steelers getting Najee Harris. Yeah, he talked. You know, he talked a little about how he's. You know, he's not too familiar with the playbook, but he understands he's going to have to learn a whole lot of it, and he understands that he's going to have to take on a whole bunch of roles. But he, he, what's one thing? It doesn't seem to intimidate him. He knows it's something that's going to come with time. One thing that was that was noted about this rookie camp is that he's the only running back there. So, running back coach Eddie Faulkner, that's all he's doing is working with Najee, getting him up to speed. The Steelers are going to use this guy quickly and a lot. He's not going to be a guy that you're like, oh, maybe game two. No, game one. That guy's gonna be out there unless he's hurt, um, and that could be that could be a true game changer for what the Steelers need in this offense if he's able to quickly understand. Hey, this is where I pick up blitzes to help Ben. This is where I this is where I cut to best use my vision at the line and burst through and make big plays. This is where I can catch the ball and be a better receiver for the team. All those different things are gonna be why Najee Harris succeeds or fails with the Steelers, but I think it will be the former. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, a few more notes here from Ricky Camp. Just things that were interesting to see, and we'll see how they actually play out in Matt Canada's offense. But first, word from our friends at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.
back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing our Monday show here. Um, you know, just wrap, kind of wrapping up just the first weekend of, of uh, rookie camp. Uh, again, I do encourage you to go read our work at DKPittsburghSports.com because we wrote not just about Najee Harris, but there were some things said by Quincy Roche that were pretty cool. Pat Frymuth doesn't want the Baby Grunk nickname. All those things you can read right up on the website. Even I wrote even piece about Presley Harvin and how he wants to be a trailblazer for other black punters. And we'll probably talk about that at some point um, with this with this game uh, or with this with this year. But continuing on about what things that we're seeing and one thing again I wasn't there I wasn't present we kind of had to manage it so that Dale was there and I was home and I was able to do things that he couldn't do because I was you know at home on my wi-fi whereas he's like moving around from room to room or practice field to room uh, at the Steelers facility but um one thing that Dale made it clear about is how the Steelers are using Najee Harris uh, not, not excuse not Najee they're, they're using motion more in Matt Canada's offense. And that's something that we saw quite a good bit of early in the year. Now, some people might say, what, what does that mean? What, is that, what does that do anything for me? I don't understand that, Chris. Well, here's the thing. Something that I thought that Randy Fignor didn't do enough of after the early part of the season was setting players in motion to, to kind of give a tell on the defense. That is one of the easiest and most fundamental ways for deep for offenses to decipher what defenses are doing tom brady does it every single year he does it for the buccaneers now he did it for the patriots for the past 20 years if, if he sends a guy in motion either a guy follows him and it tips the hand that this is a man defense or a guy doesn't follow him and it shows that either they're in a zone or there's a very weird man alignment going on here either way it puts the defense to have to respond to something that you're doing on offense that could expose something that you can use in the processing of what they're doing. And again, that's why I always call, whenever I talk about Tom Brady, everyone says, goat this and goat that. I say this about him. He is the greatest processor of defenses that I've ever seen in the game of football. You know, If you want to argue Joe Montana or this guy or that guy, okay, I'm, I'm with you on there. But nobody processes defenses the way Tom Brady does. And that, that's why he's still playing. Because he, he can understand what you're doing in, in a split second and understand his offense more than well enough to be able to pick pick you apart now ben isn't that guy ben is the gutsy gunslinger tough guy that that takes the big hit and gets stronger from it sometimes it's, you know he, he has different power like, like and that, that's one thing different quarterbacks have different superpowers like tom brady that processing and his accuracy that's always been those have always been his powers but everybody knows if you hit tom brady if you get after him if you start putting pressure on him and you're hitting him a lot like the giants did in those super bowls that's when he comes into a flaw that's when you see the that that processing go away because he's like ah crap i'm being knocked around that's why the patriots have done such a important job over his time there to make give him a short passing game and to make sure that he was always well protected but Ben Roethlisberger is a guy that sometimes he works better when you hit him in the mouth I mean you guys remember the broken nose game in the in it was a 2010 when the, the Ravens uh, you know Haloni Nata punched him in the nose through his face mask and broke his nose but then he threw a game-winning touchdown pass I mean that's just who Ben Roethlisberger is but again point being back to where we're getting to about the motion this is something that Ben needs to add to his game consistently. It's something that he's added to his game flashing-wise. And I know we're just talking about the last year here, maybe two years 
all that debate when when debate when Ben is going to end debate. That's for another time. But the motion needs to be put back into this offense as a consistent element of deciphering what defenses are doing. And early on in the year, the Steelers were doing it more. It was part of when they were running the ball more. And I think it was part of it was more wrinkles of Matt Canada's offense working its way into the system. But something that Dayan Kovacevic tweet, you know, uh, not tweeted, but reported in our Friday Insider column at DKPittsburghSports.com, another reason why you should subscribe there, is you know he got an inside source that said it wasn't Ben who said stop running the football, it was Randy Feetner. And that Randy Feetner called the shots. Now, I, I just I still do think Randy Feetner and Ben, they're boys. They talk about these things. That that was I think they were both lock and step with each other about that decision. But still, that decision I was what doomed them in the long run by abandoning the run. Now, maybe they still wouldn't have done it because the run game just wasn't that good. Uh they, they didn't emphasize the run the run uh, run blocking scheme to be too aggressive. They didn't have a premier running back, you know, James Conner, a decent running back, but not what people project Najee Harris to be. So you know what I'm saying there. Uh, But what Dale Lolly's telling me is that he's seen in those early practices, them working, you know, uh, them working with Matt Canada's office just to, hey, put guys in motion. And again, it's not player on player. It's just football and shorts, workouts, drills, you know, getting some fundamental things down, some just in- initiating these guys into the NFL process. But, you know, Dale's saying he's seeing some of that motion in play. That can be a big tell for the offense moving forward. And I think that that's not something to be overlooked. And again, you know, sometimes it's not even for a passing play to tell if they're man in zone. Sometimes it's, hey, you know, if they if we can get this guy to follow this slot receiver over to the other side of the field, that opens up these blocking assignments. Because, again, what we're talking about a lot of is can they use wide zone blocking schemes more? Do they go to a, a situation where it's like, hey, you know, you're not attacking a man, you're attacking an area as an offensive lineman. And if you're moving guys around with motion, that can help open up those areas and different possibilities for better lineman matchups, which gets to lead to better holes, which means to more opportunities for Najee Harris to exploit, which is why, again, rookie camp is never a major news-breaking thing. Like, this is just, hey, we're getting to know these guys. We're seeing what's happening here. But you pay attention to this because you're a diehard Steelers fan, right? And you want to know what's going on. So this is what we're talking about, what's going on. I talked about it with Dale Lally on DK Sports Radio, too. So check that out because um, we got his insight and a few other things that were going on. But um, but th- this is these are the things that I think are going to be cool to watch is how Najee Harris continues to take on the challenge and you know when he gets to when he gets to training camp, not not even mini camp when the veterans report, but training camp when he has to do backs on backers and he's going to line up on Vince Williams and he's going to need to take on somebody in the hole. What's that going to be like when he gets to get physical? What happens when he first like loses a battle in, in, in camp? Because those linebackers they're not they're not just going to sit there and be like, oh yeah, Najee, we're just going to let him run all over. No, they're they're, they're going to want to say, okay, young buck, welcome to the squad. Let's see what you got. And I want to see how he responds to, you know, you know, one, does he win those matchups? Two, if he loses a matchup, how does he respond? That's something that I always talk about with TJ Watt when he was getting beat by Xavier Grimble. He was frustrated, he was angry, but he was able to listen to what uh, what his teammates were telling him that he had to get better at, and he got better at them. And now TJ Watt's the second best defender in the league right now. And if Najee Harris, how he takes things on, if he continues with the direction that I see him at right now, Maybe the Steelers really got them a special one at the running back position. And if they get them a special one at the running back position this year, and going into the next few years, could mean a lot for the way this team is constructed. Because we already know they got a young defensive core. They got a lot of guys they can build around on defense, veterans that know the system, and a good system at that. 
They've led the NFL in sacks for four straight seasons. They're a tough group. And now if you can get a running game to go with that defense in Ben's last year or in the first years of a new quarterback, you put yourself in a really good position where the quarterback doesn't have to be the superstar for you to be a highly competitive team in the NFL. That's all we have for you today here at the Locked On Steelers podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please uh, subscribe to us. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Odyssey app. Um, If any of those go down, like we've had Apple giving us problems, tell your friends, hey, I'm listening on Spotify. I'm listening here. I'm listening there. Share that in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. I've already done that, but it's always good to to get more help from our listeners. We appreciate you, you listeners, so much, by the way, for doing that. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review with a positive comment comment those go a long way to helping this show get out there and let other people know that they need to come here and listen um that stuff really helps us out it's usually on apple that we get those um so if you want to help us out go to apple um and uh, leave us those five star reviews so that's uh that's really great of you guys thanks so much for those who have done that we really appreciate you guys we'll be back in your ears tomorrow with more locked on steelers no tony tuesday but we will be back soon to talk more about what's going on with the team out of a weekend